And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 154. In this episode, we will be discussing season 2, episode 7 of Netflix Shadow and Bone, Meet You in the Meadow. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grisha Earth. A world created by our strongest ruby, Lee Bardugo. Moi saviennyi, casters. Hi there, how are you? Ooh, I'm good girl. <laughs> Let's do some listener cities. Okay, first we have Espo Finland. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to Sofia, Bulgaria. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you. Yes. So, um, this is some hot tea. <laughs> it is hot. Ooh. I decided to let it sit for a second because yeah. there's a lot of... Good idea. A lot of steam coming off of it. Yeah, it's a little warm. A little warm. Um... I hear an echo. I'm just probably going crazy. (laughs) Maybe it's all in your head. Is it? I don't know. Um, So, anyways, yeah, sorry. We had to take a little break last week. I had a migraine. Oops. Mm. And we we just both were so busy we couldn't figure out another time to do it. So, um, we just skipped a week. Yeah. Last week was one of those... You know how you have those times where it's like, everything will be fine. I just have to get past this date, this weekend, this, you know, particular thing in the future. Last week was that for me. So literally everything was due, happening, ending all like this last weekend. So, I mean, it's a relief that it's done. Um, But... It was so, I have no idea how I got through it. (laughs) I have no clue. So uh, you, are you done with school? Are you? I'm done with the semester. Okay. Was that last week that you were having a lot of stuff going or is that like the week before? Last week. Okay. Like my, what's today? (laughs) So my paper is due on May 4th and I got it turned in on the 2nd. May the fourth be with and you. And then, <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> and then that's done. Like, so class is done with that last paper. Um, I have an A. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm kicking grad school's butt. Do it. Um, on top of everything else. <laughs> yeah, you were rocking it, sister. <laughs> um, Alden's play was this last weekend. It was so good. And... I'm not saying that as like a mom because Alden is crew. So it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, the show was so good. Like it was amazing. Like I can't even like the talent. That's what you said. The talent. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of these kids are graduating because they're seniors. Yeah. But like one of my coworkers came on Friday and she sat there the whole time with her mouth open, and we were just like, we were, fa- we were like, wait, this is a high mm-hmm. school play. They were so good. Wow, it was. I don't even have words. 
It was so, uh, I don't know. It was amazing. And I mm. went up to one of the guys. He had a voice like, and I know this probably isn't going to mean anything to you since you're not a Les Mis guy. But know, his voice was like, it would be such a good Javert. Like, he had such control over his tone. And Laramie was like, I didn't know that high school boys, you know, had their voice set enough to be able to, like, pull these things off. But the tone coming out of this boy. Wow. And I went up to him afterwards. And I was like, please tell me after graduation you're going to continue on. And he is going to study music theory. (laughs) (laughs) And he's also going to be studying um, something operatic, something or other. So, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. It's, I, (laughs) the audacity to be that good at 17. There's, I I think it's really neat when you see that, when you, because there are, like, I mean, that's when people are starting to, I think realize, especially with singing, um, usually like starts to develop definitely like stronger in high school. And like, I mean, it's incredible. Um, I just remember when I went to camp and like, that was a, my high school was like, I feel like it wasn't a big musical-y place. Like, I mean, we did musicals, but like, right. my camp was like, we were huge on the fact that we did musicals. And like, so when we got like, as we started getting older and some of us started to blossom more as mm-hmm. like the really big like singers, it was just really neat. Like, I mean, we all just like, I mean, I don't know. I loved it. I think it's really cool when, when people do start to see that and, um, yeah, it's just, it's incredible. Especially, Cause I mean, that's the time that, oh my God, you're so talented. You haven't had time to really, you're still young. You haven't had time to mess yeah. up those vocal cords too bad yet. They're, fresh the girl that played anastasia like she could have been on broadway like wow. she was just as good as the one we saw wow i mean it was so crazy um and i mean the difference is like we i talked about it with my coworker um because like our high school could have never could have never the sets the costumes the props everything the talent, like yeah. our high school, never, never. Here's the difference. Where Alden goes to school, it's where all the rich kids go to school. So True. all these all right. kids, first of all, so for background, in our high school, all of the privileged kids would end up going to like a magnet school or a different school. Yeah. And we had, there was a lot of attempt to integrate. So we had a lot of the inner city kids mm-hmm. bust in and a lot of the kitty, uh, kitties, a lot of the kids from outside areas yeah. bust, bust, B-U-S-S-E-D in. Um, so there was no money. Right. So this school <laughs> has got, has all of the money. What's amazing is that's a public school. Yes. I'm glad to hear that. But in our county, they place the schools and they zone right around the schools. Hmm. So if the school is in a more rural area, it's all the rural kids going there. If it's in the rich suburban place, all the rich suburban places are going there. They're not mixing it up like they did when we went to school. So this school has all the best of everything. 
and all of the parents that can throw more money into it. And all these kids have had private singing lessons. Yeah. And so that's the difference. It's it's cool <laughs> that they get to experience it. However, it does make it sad to think about how there are then some mm-hmm. other high schools that yeah. don't have any of that at all. Yes. Like would be completely on the other spectrum. It's not mixed. It's not there's just not a big group of kids. And I will just I will set a disclaimer saying <laughs> I do not live in the rich neighborhoods right. that this is surrounded by. Yeah. I am on the very, very, very edge in this little neighborhood full of like oh, little ranch houses. But I moved there specifically right. because it was cheaper and Alden and still- could have all of the gr- the best things at the high school. Um, but then I also make sure that I take him to work with me. That we go visit other places and we surround ourselves with other people because that's not Life. reality. <laughs> that <laughs> high school true. is not reality at all. It's it's a bunch of rich white kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I volunteered the whole weekend on every show, and it because it's just me and it's just a habit and it's part of my personality. I started like taking over. <laughs> What because did you start I can't, doing, girl? Because I can't help it. Like, we started running low on programs. We start like, nobody was helping, like, the new parents. Like, there was a whole thing. And so I was like, do you know your job? Do you know what you're supposed to do? Let's talk about this. How do we know which parents are on the board? How do the new parents know who to talk to? Like, it was a whole thing. And so I just, like, came in and took it over. And I felt bad a little bit because it was it was all these like seniors parents that were like they were just sitting around they weren't doing anything so i just went into action and then we ran out of programs so then i went sunday morning early and got a bunch printed like i just come on team leader went in and like took over and so i get this card from the theater teacher again i think i've said this before everything in this theater is student run Yes. So, like, yeah. director, stage manager, everything, it's all students, which, again, hello, it's just crazy. Right. Um, I get this card from the theater teacher, and it said, thank you for all your help. And then it, there was a, will you be on the parent advisory board? <laughs> and it was like, I felt like it was one of those, will you be my bridesmaid? <laughs> you got a little note. And so she walked by, and I was like, Yes. <laughs> And she came over and, like, gave me, like, the biggest hug and, like, just held on to me forever. She's like, thank you. That's amazing. Um, so I always thought that I was going to be a band mom. But now it's, I'm a theater mom. Hey, I, when you were telling your story, like, just then, and you said you felt bad, I couldn't help but think, like, I'm sorry, but I remember seeing your mom. Yes. And your mom was just like that with band. Yep. And it's just yet two different things. But still, I mean, your mom, your, of course you've got that in you. Yeah. Your mom did it. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean, band mom. Yeah, she Bring was. It. Yeah. I mean, she was full on. I remember that. So, so I thought that was going to be me. Like, I always thought, like, my kids were going to be in marching band like me and we were going to do all the things. And then it didn't happen. Neither one of them wanted to play an instrument. But now... I'm kind of glad I'm they a did theater this. mom. I'm kind of glad it's this way, though. I love theater. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, band was fun. But, I mean, I love theater more. And I love... Mm, yeah. Especially since... Yeah. And Alden has decided that he wants to 
be stage manager before he graduates. So Ooh, that's um, so now he's going to be working with the the theater teacher, wow. and we're going to I don't know be spending a lot of time yeah there. Um, so oh my God, our stage managers were teachers. Yes. Yeah, because we couldn't. I can't even picture any of the um, students that we were students with that would even consider the stage that. manager. This last time, he's a senior, but like he had like a a full on suit on every night, mm. and like the headset, and he's walking around, and he's just like, "All right, we gotta do this, and we gotta do this," and it just amazed me. And yeah. like, what a good skill to learn. And I didn't think about this until the teacher said something because she was saying Alden was – he's learned a lot of confidence because you have to have confidence to yeah. hit the marks to, like, know exactly what needs to go where at what time and run and just go do it because there's no questioning. Yeah. There's no time to, like, whatever. And I didn't really think about that because I've never been on crew. I'm so sorry for all the crew kids. Um, and then so watching him after she said that, I really started yeah. to think about that. Yeah. Because there's no there's no time. You like you have to be confident. You're putting in this spot that it need it it's yeah, there's no questioning after you like I mean, especially after you set it down. No going back. Yeah. And I mean it's just no fixing it. And yeah, I it's neat to see how I think crew always kind of like I, I don't think a lot of people have always thought about them. But it's a very important part of theater. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have a play without them. Right. Um, they would just you, be standing on the stage. <laughs> exactly. And there's so much that goes into that. Yeah. Um, that I didn't, I didn't get a taste of that until I actually was able to direct my first play. And that was the whole camp thing still. Mm -hmm. And I, um, but it was so amazing to finally do that. And like, I just, um, I always thought that I would continue to do theater and I really wished I did. And I would, I, it's one thing that I I hate saying that like I shouldn't have any regrets and that it's not it's just something that I was so so passionate about and I absolutely adored and it was like where I had like I just felt totally at peace and was able to develop into I think who I was and it gave me confidence especially when I started to like when I was talking earlier about the singing when I started to actually like develop this voice that like I was really like proud of and like really happy like i don't know when i started to figure out how to i don't know if we want to say the word belt but like you know like mm -hmm. learning how to actually like you hear the hear that on soundtracks but then to actually figure out how to do it i was just like it made me feel so good i was so happy and i loved that and um anyways well i, I bet the high school would love to have help i am um, you could volunteer your time like i'm doing <laughs> yeah i i love theater and it's just it's yeah it's a it's definitely a great place for anybody that feels a little different or a little unique and is looking to find a place to find their tribe and to also like you know you can gain a lot of confidence and figure out who you are yeah. there it's just i mean in so many different ways too um i never ever thought that being on a stage under a spotlight belting my heart out would be where i felt so passionate and like i just loved it but it's like yeah i can't it's, even it's freeing it is um yeah it gets the art it really does it literally does make you feel better and like the audience and yeah it's fun and i've always had 
no surprise, I guess. I've always had issues with mom with other moms. <laughs> so, like I've never surprise. <laughs> Sorry. Like when the kids would play sports, like I had the worst time, and I never fit in with them. Um, and this group of moms, some of them are leaving because their kids are seniors, but this group of moms were so welcoming and so nice and just like it was so different and i realized that all of our kids are similar right like they're all a little different and there's a lot of outcasts and a lot of queer kids and a lot of whatever and i even had a whole discussion with one of the moms about our queer kids so it's i was like i kind of found my place as a mom too it's important to do that because you have to work with all the other moms. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be involved, it's important to be able to. That's why I think that's why I said yes, because I've yeah. always like not been involved Yeah, because I've never gotten along with the other moms. And you have to. <laughs> I mean, so, um, yeah, this group of moms were just. That's awesome. We're great. So. Well, I am. You know what? I would next time. Like, I, I don't know. I Caden's not interested in theater. Um, I, I don't even think I could, I don't even want to try to get. Not even crew? No, I mean. Even if it would be a bunch of people like him? I. People that would. So. Understand him more? I already know the answer to that because I know how he. I don't want to do that with him because unfortunately I don't, I, it just, it would break my heart because it would be something that I'd be get, get so excited about. And, like, I'd love it, and I would want to be a part of it, and then he wouldn't want to, and I wouldn't be able to do it then. And it would break my heart that I couldn't do it with, like, because he'd have to be in the play, or he'd have to do something with it. I can't just, like, go to his high school mm-hmm. and be like, hey, let me. You should talk him into doing crew. Maybe Alden can talk to yeah. him as well. Maybe. Because would... Alden was hesitant. Like, because I told him he had to be involved in something. I said, I don't care what it is, but it has to be a thing. And then he started in like with a and d group. And I said, no, <laughs> not something you can do on the computer right. with other people. Like something, something that like you have to like build up to like a sport or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, well, I would like to be around people like me. And that's kind of why I chose D&D. Yeah. Um, and so I, I talked him into theater. I said, it's a great place. It's you're doing stuff backstage, so you're not exposed. You're not like out there. You, it's There's okay. A, so he did like costumes the first time, where like n- literally nobody can see. You know, yeah. Um, and after about a month, he got in the car with a big grin on his face, mm-hmm. and he just felt so at peace, like that. There, he was surrounded by people yep. that understood him more. And we even talked about that with the teacher when he, I don't know if you remember, he, I mean, he got really tall, really fast and he is, he's more mature in a lot of ways. And, um, he was having a hard time finding his tribe and he stood around a lot of times hunched over and just quiet. Yeah. And he has like, he's blossomed. Like he stands up straight. He's smiling a lot. He's talking more. Um, so he's. It's been really good for him. It's a huge difference when you feel like, I mean, I think it literally, like, once you find another human being, your other, like, it's just, as we said, finding that tribe, that does so much for you. Mm-hmm. Because you don't feel so alone anymore. And yeah. You, like, and I think that's what it is. You just feel so alone. And then when you find other people, and Caden, he just, um, he goes to a different high school, though. 
Um, and I'm glad the high school that he goes to because it's smaller than the other one in our area that he would be zoned for. Um, but he's found some, like, you know, there are, like, I was actually amazed. I, he, he did do choir for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what has happened with that. Um, but I went to his, one of his choir concerts. And so funny thing, actually, now I realize how similar our stories are. I was like crying because I was amazed at the talent that they yeah. were doing as like a group. And I was like, I guess it's just maybe we I compare it to what we had. And it's just like, there was like, it was just really cool. And there was like this kid that like, I'm one of his friends that was a queer kid that had a solo. And I was like, went up to him. I was just so proud of him. I went up to him and I was like, yeah, it's the same story. I was just like, I hope you're pleased. Like you're doing so good. And congratulations. And it's just, it's neat. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll try. We'll see. I want to get involved. Yeah, you in, should. It's actually on my bucket list that to, and then you could be a theater mom. Oh my God. I'd love to be a theater mom. Oh my God. <laughs> my, on my bucket list though, is either to get back and be on a stage or, do something involved with a theater. Like, I mean, direct a play or do something like that um, because I love it so much. Our local community theater. <sighs> Nashville's great. Unfortunately. Yeah, Nashville's great. But our local theater. Do we have local theater? Yes. We it's have- Christian based. Oh, well, then, yeah. So it's not so, local theater. <laughs> not what I call. Yeah. I know. It's called Audience of One. Oh, my and God. And One Being Jesus. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let that one go, but not for us. No, it's not. However, I'm not because I'm gonna say something. I went to go see a show, um, which I didn't know. Chris, I remember. Chris got me so excited. Um, we were going. He's like, I got us tickets to go see. I think it was Into the Woods. Was it Chris? Am I right? Was it Into the Woods? I think it was at the. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he knew that I loved it, and. Um, I was so excited, and it was in the Capitol Theater, which is a really yes. cute place. They, um, It used to be – it's an old-school movie theater that they revamped. Um, it has and, all the marquees and everything. Yeah. And you know what? I was just enjoying it because it, it was fun to see it in the town that I live in. However, all of a sudden, I started to see some weird things happen with the story. Um, they took things out. Yeah. They gave, they put new songs in. Mm-hmm. Um and yet it had the same thing. It um they didn't have like I mean some of the characters that die are that huge plot lines. They didn't kill them because they it was very heartbreaking. I was very upset. I was really excited to go see it and then all of a sudden I was like, "What did they do?" Yeah. So anyways, um Yeah. Okay. Well, Reshaverse. <laughs> Yeah, podcast time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but speaking of things that bring us all together, like fantasy books. Yes. That uh, have lots of queer characters and different characters. And- yes. Oh, my God. Um, so this, I can't believe we are almost done. Yeah, I th- I feel like episode seven and eight are a two-part finale. Yeah, well, yeah, because you definitely get a lot from this episode, and, like, um, yeah, so this is a, it's a great episode, there's a lot of stuff going on as usual, but we're definitely getting the finale parts, um, Mm -hmm. and 
Okay, so anyways, I'm trying to think of, like, some of the main things that, like, I mean, it <laughs> starts off. Well, there's a massive, like, battle scene, and those are hard to, like, really talk about and talk through. Yeah, that's right. We... And it's and one thing that I think they bring out that's really interesting to see um, is the Darklings, Grisha, how powerful they are. We got hot topic, Grisha. Yes, and they are they're upright, like just like I tried to watch it like several times because I'm not understanding what like these new jewel tone Grisha are doing. So I. Th- I think it's just the Darklings, Grisha, and that... That have Merzost. Right. They've also, like, I mean, he's amplified some of them. Um, And then we've got... The ones with the tattoo on their hand. Right. And then we've got Crazy One, who has a very distinctive, different power now. She was... She was a Tide Maker, however... Hot Topic. Yeah, Hot Topic is a Tide Maker, but on top of that, she can now freeze the water. Yeah, um, we haven't seen that before. Right. Um, because that would, to me, that would be kind of like combining a squalor and a tide maker because I think of the wind freezing. Yeah. Um, but. And then Bernie Face, Navy coat guy, has electricity with lightning, which we know from the books isn't a thing that you're supposed to do or supposed to be able to do because right. only Zoya in the books was Correct. able to like do that. And she's like super, super powerful. Fun. Right. So, but he was able to do that. So these, I think what's going on, like, I think it's just like, I mean, so one, the different, sh- cause they're di- wearing different shades. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and I think I, from what I think, it's just these Grisha, they have been separated from their normal clan of Grisha. Now they're supposed yeah. to hate all other Grisha. And so that's why they call, they've they been calling it the teal <laughs> season. Yeah. But, so, like, there's other teal yeah. Grisha running around, and it doesn't seem like they're doing much good. They're not, so, like, that was all confusing to me, too. I think it's just so they can know who's on which side. I guess. Because, I mean, the Grisha are going to kill the Grisha, so they can't, like, I, that's you'd a have good, to wear different color. I mean, that's a great point. But yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, I'm wearing blue, and then the guy that I'm supposed to kill is wearing blue. That's I mean, an excellent point. Can, that's what I think it is. Because <laughs> Nadia has blue on, but it's more of an icy blue, and then their blue is like a navy blue. There, yeah. That makes so much sense. You're so smart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. I'll take it. Um, but I, I don't understand the green. I mean... The teal, yeah. I mean, see, I don't even see it as teal. I see it straight up as, like, I mean, it is green, green. I'm like, that is just... Well, I mean, green, teal. Yeah. It, it's mm. just, like, I just... I don't know. Why is that color there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... Because to me, it makes more sense to just do the different shades of the colors. <laughs> like, okay, normal green. Yeah, the teal. Yeah, that's not a combination. I mean, you wouldn't get that from any of the colors. Because we just have red, purple, blue. Yep. Teal ain't in and there. And then, like, that's... There's no yellow so to make it teal. So. There's no green right? There's no... to mix with the blue to make... So I don't... Yeah, no, it doesn't I make... don't know. And I... The answer might be out there somewhere. Like, it might... I don't think it is. No? I really don't. You don't think there's been, like, a discussion about it Well, somewhere? maybe a discussion, but not a specific... So maybe before next time... Because I've watched it. I'll need to, like... Well, I mean, not in the show, but a discussion, like, on the internets somewhere right. that... 
because you know me and the world building stuff is what brings me in. When I first saw Hot Topic and Mm -hmm. she actually had, like, she sports, I can't remember whether it's that teal or not, but it's very early on that she is sporting colors that are not regular Mm -hmm. colors. And, like, so from the minute I saw that, I couldn't stop just, like, obsessing on it. I was like, why is that? So I, it's not explained in the show. It's just... And it's then just the a separate group. Girl that's wearing the shade of red is dealing with fire, right? Correct. Um, well, I can't remember. I know who you're talking about. She um, has one glove. Okay. She has one glove and one naked hand, but like I. So she's in. Yeah. She's I don't. In. Maybe I'm misremembering. Well, the Inferno I do wear blue. No, the squallers wear blue. Wait, yeah, you're so, yeah, you're right. No, so heart renders were red. Um, maybe there's something that we're missing that. So she just fire. Or, yeah, or maybe you know. I'm misremembering. But Who knows? in my brain, I was like, these Grisha are they're different. Whacked. There yeah. we go. We'll just say that <laughs> they're, they're just they're just a little different. They're just different. But also, like, why? Okay, I know why. <laughs> like, as far as production, why? Mm-hmm. But why? In reality, are we fighting in the open? <laughs> um, I know. Like, where I, would you like them to fight? I feel like if they went in one of those buildings, and like as the Grisha were coming in one by one, they just be like, "Ciao, ciao, ciao." But like, no, we're out in the open where there's like straight eyesight to everybody, right? And I know production-wise, it's much easier to film in, like, a wide-open space. But, like, if it was real life, you would not just be out. There's all these buildings surrounding you. Why are you just outside where it's, like, raining ice and things, (laughs) you know? It didn't make sense to me. It's like the end, or not the end, but it's like in Game of Thrones when that kid starts running across the field and all the arrows are coming at them and you're oh, like yeah. pivot pivot <laughs> yeah good luck <laughs> but like you're just standing there like oh i'm gonna get behind this crate and it's gonna be okay it's just raining ice shards so yeah. that didn't make much sense to me in a reality sense so i was just i realized when you're talking about there's a couple fight scenes because you were just i think what you were referring to um is, is nikolai that- yeah, that Nikolai fight scene at the very end. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and I was thinking about in the very beginning after they shoot down Nikolai's ship. Um, yes. Before, like when, so yeah, there's a, we should probably get like parts of the, there's some really cool aspects of the episode. One thing that I definitely love seeing was um, we finally got to see the shadow fold move. Yes. I was excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so this episode, like, I mean, they definitely are, they change around. I don't know if it's really changed around the story. It's just the story has changed, so they had to have different plot lines. Yeah, like but, Mal and the Darkling get their yeah talking moment while Mal is in the bathtub. Exactly. So that's that's sexy. That's in the beginning, and that was neat to see. Um, it kind of Mal. We see the way he's thinking about dealing with the fact that he's the amplifier. Yeah, and um, and then the Darkling fight and. Darklings found out, um, mm-hmm. and what cousin? I, yeah, that was weird. 
hearing them call each other cousin. Um, but yeah, and I so before we get to the not that it matters that we jump around, but when they were having their battle discussion, like our Alina group, and when because Alina obviously doesn't want to kill Mal, um, but everybody's like, you know, for us to win this war, you've got to. I really think it's interesting the way that they came up with they're like, you know what? Maybe if I chopped off a piece of you and put Which is what they did to Bagra. Right. Um but then like I I th- David was there, right? Mm-hmm. When they did that to Bagra, right? Yes, yes David was cuz so he had So he a- was doing the same thing. Yes. Um However, I think it's a brilliant plan. I don't know how a heart render could um, kill you for only two minutes, though. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I I wish they would have explained on that, but maybe not because there's probably not a good answer. But it's like I could kill him and bring him back in two minutes. That should be enough time, right? Because obviously the two-minute mark is where you <laughs> fully on yeah. would be dead, apparently. I mean, just one minute of being dead, I mean – I mean, I just, I want to yeah. know. I'm like, what's the time thing? Why is it exactly two minutes? I could kill him for only two minutes, though. Um, yeah. I get, I mean, your brain needs oxygen and. Maybe it's. All of that. Because it's probably stop. It's probably stopping, you know, the heart for heart. like, for two minutes. But right. like your body would need. Yeah. So I think it's neat, their plan, which is to fuse Alina with a piece of his bone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and fuse it with her so when they actually do kill him for two minutes, she can immediately get to doing her thing. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. No. Um, because they're about to chop off his finger. Um, and Which is kind of a fun scene. Yeah. And I love, um, oh my gosh, um, David with this hand. <laughs> that yes that is so like so okay so we have to bring up him and jenya have a beautiful conversation Uh um i think it's um he asks her what her favorite gem is Mm -hmm. because it's a durist thing that a a durist can tell a lot about your person by their favorite gem and um i thought that was the cutest conversation yeah um and it's just um yeah she says at first she says emerald and yeah but he's got this hand um, and what's that hand for again? He's got the fake hand. Like, I mean, it's, he's holding it. Isn't it for... I can't remember. Nadia's brother. Oh! Okay. Adric. Okay. Isn't it for Adric? Yeah. Sure. Because he got his... Yes. So, he's carrying around this hand. And, yeah. And then, it's just so funny. And even when he, like, waves with it, I thought mm-hmm. it was cute. But... She says she loves the emerald, and then um, she realizes that that has to do with the Lansovs, and then ends up saying ruby. And he tells her, well, that is the strongest, a, a ruby is stronger than an emerald. So, I thought that was cute. It was cute. I like their little relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, let's see, what else goes on? We've got, um, yeah, the little back and forth things that they keep on showing. Like, I know that the Darkling and them are at Crimson. But, like, going, showing those, like, the kids again. Ugh. I think that was a reminder of what that building was. Is that because what that was? They, because he, they show the Darkling in front of the orphanage building. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a flashback. They did, right. Just so we could see that. Oh, yeah. Like, the people that, that was. might need a little reminder. Yeah. 
I think that's why yeah. I did that. So to be like, this is why this is so important. Yep. And so we've got this whole new plan that I mean, pretty much is going to be Nikolai and them are going to go and try to kill the Grisha. Like they get in their ship and go. They're trying to do what? Because um, they're oh, that's right. They're trying to distract the Darkling so Alina and Mal can slip into the fold without. However, we find out very quickly um, that. Yeah, they got found out already. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah they um, and like so they get shot down and they start running. The crazy Grisha, yeah, the way that they burn down was- the forest and then they <laughs> blow it out and they just start walking through. They don't even, yeah, they just start walking. It's just like, mm-hmm, we'll rock that one. <laughs> and they're like, oh gosh, because they're like they're gonna have to get through the forest. Well. No. Yep. <laughs> they're getting through it in about two seconds. And they're like, how is they so powerful? And yeah. it's like, and we know because, I mean, it's Bagra. Bagra's in everybody there. Um, <laughs> Bagra. She's power in that ship. So what's interesting, and I'm glad I remembered this because I always forget that. Um, so the kid that's, the, um, it's one of the Darkling's children, whatever, um, that's got, um, he's the alchemist. That is the one that's pretty much been fusing the amplifier. Vladim. Okay. So he, um, I guess I didn't realize it when he was doing it, but I saw it like he, at one point, I, I don't, it wasn't this episode, maybe the one before, he's crushed up Bugger's bones and then he's like tapping it on his finger and saying, like, you see that like fusing. I didn't realize till this episode that he was, that was his amplifier that was giving himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was really interesting because the Darkling, it's just a really quick scene, but the Darkling says, like, can you feel his power is to feel Merzost? Like, yeah. And anywhere that's, like, not within this vicinity. Mm-hmm. And that's how the Darkling knows that Alina and Mal are in the fold. It was just so weird because I just, like, it's just a weird power. Sorry. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I was yeah. just, like, I was surprised by it um, that his power was to feel Merzost, which. Yeah, that's very different. Um, that's, I mean, that's not an amplifier because an amplifier can only feel Grisha power. So, I mean, this would, am I am I right on this? Like, I mean, a, 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 not an amplifier, but you know, I'm um, sorry, the um, the testers, whatever. Well, the amplifiers, yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Lord. Um. So, Merzost, yeah, and and they're whatever. Okay. There's so much in this episode, but the fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at some of this. I'm sorry. Um, but when we've got the mean Grisha that have created their own, like, um, flying duck, <laughs> I think of the, um, what is that um, hockey movie when we were very young with the kids? The the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Um, what's the, the flying V? The flying... It's their, like... That's oh, I don't hear. remember. I think it's a flying V is the name of the, like, um, thing they do at the end to try to score. They're, um... My God, Chris, help me. What is the name of, like, <laughs> a, when you're in a sport and you've got a tactic, like, where the... What is it? That's their... A play? No, but the flying V, for instance. It's their, um... Hail the, Mary. The shape that the... <laughs> no, uh, they're... I don't... Okay. Well, I'm... Just sound like an idiot. I don't know. I was thinking that okay, when they're going, they've got the 
So our crazy Grisha have um, the squallers that have the crazy power going on, and they get in a circle around the other hot topic girl, and they're just going hoo, hoo, hoo. one step at a time. I was cracking up. That was so funny to me. It was very weird. Um, why do they have to go? Hoo? <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay. So. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're like, they're with every like step forward. <laughs> they're like, <"Hoo."> I mean, <laughs> and of course they had to make the men, which were in Ravka, do like this. And then it's like this, it reminded me so much of like, are they about to do the fiddler on the roof? Like, I mean, like dance. <laughs> are we about to get that? Because that very much looked like it. And I was like, it just. And you know what I'm referring to. Yes. Um, but it was just, that was funny to me. However, I was into this, when I was watching this, especially for the first time, like, I, um, you get really mad at the gothic Risha. Like, I was getting so angry at them. Like, I mean, because they get, I think they, I hated seeing them get excited when they hurt us. <laughs> you know, they'd kill someone. <laughs> and I'd be like, no! Um, but... It's just, there's a lot going on in that, and Nikolai and his poor limp leg that he's just dragging through the forest, and he's doing that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, ugh. But Nikolai's friend dies. That was sad. By the ice shards. Yeah. From Gothic Girl. Yeah. It didn't look good. I mean, everything was like, I didn't know where they were going with it. I was worried about it, but... I'm just so glad that finally our crows come in to save the day. Yeah, and we have David shoving Jinya in an elevator and, like, sealing it. So this part, okay, I might need your help with that one. Because I have like, I mean, I am, we don't see the end of that yet, right? No, it's next. Yeah, so I mean, we don't see any, like, I mean... He's just doing that because he doesn't want to, like, I mean, he's going to protect her. Um, so, like, I mean, they can't be together. Like, I mean, is this Yeah, his... he is. He put her in there to protect her, and he's going to, like, distract whatever or were they save de- her. Were they at the point where they had, like, I mean, there was no... Op- he had, I don't know, because he had just sealed the door. And the, I don't know. Because that, that was just really confusing to me. I'm like, David, like, I mean, why wouldn't they be together? I mean, are, are they out of options where it's like, I mean, one of them has to distract the the Nietzsche Voya or they're going to both die? Yeah, I don't. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad I... And it wasn't like it was a, latch, a last-ditch effort because they weren't, like, in the room yet or anything. So, I don't know. Okay. Good. I, think, I was very confused. I think the writers just needed... Mm. Something. Something, yeah. Okay, well, it confused me. Um, let's see, what else was great? So, I mean, I am I was really happy to see, like, when the crows do come in, I think that was really cool to see the different things they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so, Gothic Girl, yeah, she dies at the end, um, thankfully. But um, the crazy man with the scars, he is like, I mean, they get him drugged up. Um, they yeah. blow something and he's, he's... I think it's the same thing that would, that they, the toxins that they had at the, 
when they were going to the sword. Oh. It's that same, like, neurotoxin or whatever. So I called him Bernie. Sorry. Okay, but I- <laughs> Bernie. What's up? Because he's got a Bernie face. Uh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Hey. I give everybody nicknames. I'm the worst it's with a- names. So everybody gets a nickname. Hey. Um, I always know who you're talking about. And that's good. So <laughs> there's Hot Topic. There's yeah. Bernie. Um, so yeah, they throw a, like an axe yeah. like, to his face. But because he's in like Dream World, it looks like a beautiful bird. It looks like a really pretty like, bird. Oh, pretty bird. It's, it was so weird at first because you have no clue what's going on because all of a sudden you see him breathe it in and all of a sudden he's like, you hear me, they play some music and he's like, oh. It sounded like that cartoon, like tweet, <laughs> Tweety, yeah. Yeah, like when you have the stars going around yes. your head. <laughs> but yeah, we see then that that is not a bird. And it before is- that happened, Kaz threw his cane to interrupt the lightning. Yes, that was interesting. Which so- I wish they would have said more about that, Why? but remember his cane was Grisha made? Was so, it? So, yeah. Where so, did we have And that? I think at some point, it might have even been in the first season, but somewhere in the show, he said something about Jesper fixing his cane. Okay. Um, I but like, and forgot. I wish they would have said something about like why that worked so well. Um, because it doesn't make sense that it, like I just don't. If understand I just it. threw a cane, like that wasn't gonna, that yeah. wouldn't do anything. Um, it was. I mean, I. So I guess maybe when I think about it this way, it is. It's metal. Um, lightning would like you know. But it's like Grisha steel or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's just like I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So that works, and then um, finally. Oh, and Jesper. Yeah. He's he, Jesper in his kilt, first of all. Oh, yeah. He's like his around. outfit is like rocking. Amazing. But yeah, he takes off his buttons and he starts using his powers more. Um, and I love his conversation with Hot Topic, who yeah. she's like trying to, like, she has no clue that he's Grisha. Uh-huh. And then he's she's like, like, You're like, a. <laughs> and he's like, I'm blessed, yeah. just using the word blessed somehow, mm-hmm. but in a really cool way. And I was like, yes, Jesper, you uh-huh. bring it. And, oh, I'm so proud of him. Yeah. And that was his moment. It was. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, so, and right before this, it's Nikolai's little best friend kind of guy dies. He's the one that shows that- up in Rurur? So that's what I was just about to ask you. Like, w- Was I- it Rurur? I no, I think it's um King of we Mars. learn about yeah. I think we read his a, childhood friend who took the punishments for him. Yeah, exactly. Wherever that's that him. was. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was making I that's what I want to ask because that's exactly who I thought mm-hmm. it was. And I was just like that's and I like that they're doing that, you know. I mean actually, If they're gonna end the Grisha story, then at least we got to see him. Right. And we'll get to that in a second. Um yeah. Anyways. Um yeah. so that was cool. We got um <laughs> Oh, and um, so Zoya, um, Zoya and all of them show up. That's right. That's the next part is we've got then. Um, They're in the center of the fold. Yes. They're in the center of the fold. Um, and oh, my gosh. I love how Nina's just like, hey, big fan because nobody knows who she is. Yeah, she's so cute. <laughs> I um, And I think I think Inej is um, – 
like when she comes and saves Alina um, from getting dragged off by the Nichevoya with the Neshawemon mm-hmm. sword. I love her stance this whole season with like Inej. Like, I mean, just the way, like, I mean, she lands. Yeah. It's just really cool. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people dying. And we have Matthias and Pekka Rollins having oh, yeah, that's conversation. Re- and that's really small. And I forgot about it. I'm so sorry, but you're right. No, it's, it's tiny, but it's important it's for the next it is. episode. It, and it's in there. Yeah. So, and what is going on in there? But it's like, I mean, we, I thought it was neat because I remember Matthias is drawn in the sand, his, um, his little gel, his, his gel tree. Yeah. And Pekka Rollins, what does he say to him? Can you? He talks to him about his religion and, um, and the fact that his religion won't let him get revenge is uh, wrong. Yeah. And Matthias is like, I've had enough of you. Right. But I think. Pekka Rollins sees Matthias's connection. Well, his um, his build, like his strength, mm-hmm. and he knows that he could make yeah. money off of that. So, oh yeah. And then he says something about, um, "Wouldn't you want to be with the person who told on you or snitched or whatever?" And he gets a steamy scene oh, in his yeah. head. <laughs> That is a little surprising, to be honest, because, I mean, like, I mean, I... There's been a couple times this season where I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. We haven't... There's an F word. Is there? There's a part where they say, wet your willy. There's um, several sexual scenes. Like, that actually surprised me. Can you imagine? Like, a 13-year-old reads the books and then is like... Watches this. Hey, I'm going to watch the show. And the mom's like, okay, because you've read the books. And then walks in during one of those things. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit more um, adult, hot. Yeah, like a, but I hot in a bad. Like I mean, I I'm not a big fan of the hot. That it's I don't know. It's just you're right. There's a lot going on with it. Um. So, and a lot of this is all like build up to. I mean, obviously, we know the next episode is going to be our ending, but we. We get into the fold, and, like, I mean, we finally, like, we're pretty much seeing the our own different, and it's kind of, like, the same ending as Ruin and Rising, but not forget about the war <laughs> that, like, all the Grisha are fighting mm-hmm. that. Um, and Alina and Mal are able to, like, I mean, she's going to try to destroy the fold, but, like, I mean, they start hugging and embracing. Yeah. Did I barf? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Everyone's like, "It's so beautiful." Yeah, and that's Blech. our, and that's our, that's Nina's line, and I love her. But she was, she's the one that says that. She's like, "It's so beautiful," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." But then, like Zoya and Nina are standing there, like, "Oh my gosh, it's so cool." Yeah, and like they're just standing there, like kissing, and I'm like, "Hello." <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, whatever. What I did think was neat is that. Alina, before they did that, Alina's like, yeah, this is it. This is the center of the fold. This must be the heart of the fold. Mm-hmm. And how, um, I don't know what that is. It looks like a little stage, but it's not a stage. I guess it like. I think it was a foundation to a to building. a house. Okay. Um, I love that because, I mean, that's like a little bit of a, for us that read the books, like we know how that transitions 
further mm-hmm. on in our story going into King of Scars. Yeah, and, like, and we'll definitely talk more about that next yeah. time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but then the Darkling comes in, and he's like, sorry, I got to break this up, um, but um, I almost feel bad that I'd have to kill kill you or whatever. And, yeah, it, it ends where, like, I mean, Alina is able to get the Darkling somehow. Like, I mean... Does she get the cut? Does she, she doesn't use a cut, does she? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think. In a way, but she, he she gets knocks a him down and then the episode ends. Right. Well, then Mal's also, can't forget, Mal has also been knocked down now. Mal's got wounds. Mm. Um. So this is just putting a whole dampering on everybody. Um. Let's see. Um. I think we hit it all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it sets it up definitely for, you know, the finale episode, Mm -hmm. which I'm excited to see. And you know what? I'm not going to do what I did this week or any other week. I'm going to watch it a couple days before and watch it again (laughs) because I hate waiting until the last minute. But it was still good. I'm still happy. I have not had any issues with the way they've had to change the storyline a little bit. I've actually kind of enjoyed it. Um. Especially the way they've integrated the crows. I think that's the cool part. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. So, um, okay. Well, that was fun. Um, yeah, so instead of us, like, I don't want to do a, say, do a whole Grisha cast news segment. <laughs> um, but I do have one little bit of news that I know that I just saw and read. Um so our fandom was in recently in Rolling Stone where they were talking about how our little fandom is trying so hard to get season two, season three, or the renewal or just another thing for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually a really cool article. Um, it just talks about how Netflix, you know, is very big on, you know, having two seasons of a show. Yeah. And then cutting it quits, um, calling it quits, and that it's all based off of these numbers and how our fandom has wanted this so badly and we've worked so hard that there are – they said the different ways that people were trying to get the numbers up by, like, having the season just playing on silent in their bedrooms and, yeah, all these different things. Um, but unfortunately, they put this article out now, and now it doesn't matter how many – like, I mean, I don't think – from what I was reading, the num- it's based off of the numbers in the beginning. It's like right? the first two or three weeks. Yeah. So, but that's so, I don't know. It made me sad because, like, it was like, are we losing hope? It didn't, it said, like, I mean, nothing's been announced yet. Yeah. Um, and even Rolling Stone did reach out to Netflix and for a comment, no comment got released. Um, I just, um. Oh God! I hope we. I hope we do good. They, I think the Crow spinoff is probably more likely to happen than well, a third season of. It's got to be one. Them. I mean, if we get any of it, that'd be great. Right now, it's just we hope we get something. Um, they did in, in this article in Rolling Stone. It was really cool how they they reached out to a lot of just like fans that like I mean ran Facebook pages. Um, just all these different things. It was a really cool article. Um, I actually found it through Lee's Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everybody hold on tight. I hope we, um, I hope we have more. I hope this isn't the end. (laughs) No, have faith. I will. Okay. Um, 
Well, love you all. It's been fantastic. And, um, yeah, we're going to see you all next week for the finale episode of season two. Woohoo! Oh, my goodness. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, Brenda. Thank you.